Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Mobile Rolling. Plenty to talk about, and we will be talking very shortly with Brendan Barnes. We'll have another go with Tim Butt. We got uh, cut off yesterday, so we'll try and uh, reconnect with Tim and Darren Clayton. As always, on a Wednesday, we'll give us a winner or two for the Redcliffe meeting. We've got 10 races getting underway at Redcliffe later today. Start time for race one, five, seventeen, And we've got two heats of the Knights and the Danes, which are the last two races, good quality races as well. Brendan Barnes is joining us first up this morning. He's online now. Brendan, good morning. Good morning, Chris. How are you going? I'm really well. I wanted to cover a bit of territory with you this morning, and I want to start with yesterday. Tam O'Shanter, this trotter, this flashy chestnut, made it three straight. He looks like he's at the peak of his powers right now. Any sort of plans moving forward with him? Uh, hopefully just keep him trotting safely. It'd be sort of the first start. But, yeah, we've got a decent opinion of him, and... Um... Obviously, it's sort of taken a little bit to, to sort him out and to sort of get him stepping away cleanly. And, and now he's sort of doing that. Touch wood, he's showing us what he can do. Okay. No easy assignment yesterday. 20-metre handicap, back mark, and he had runners in front of him. So he had to contend with traffic issues there. But he was really good. Was he just a little rocky in the early stages, though? Yeah, he was. Just sort of going around that first corner. We sort of worked out with him that... You can't really steer him around too much within sort of the first five or 600 metres till he balances himself up. And, and sort of as he was three wide going around that corner, he just wanted to hang in a little bit. And I had to, um, I had to check him off the runners inside him. And that's when he sort of just wanted to get a little bit, of, a little bit rough. But yeah, credit to him. He was able to sort of keep his composure and, and keep going on with it. Okay. Well, let's focus on tonight now. You've got three drives at a wreck lift and you're engaged in this first race with Kiang Tara number eight. Two off the second row. She's been unplaced at a pass two. What are we expecting tonight? Um, it's a good draw for her, actually. We've sort of been been really wanting to draw a sort of gate like that. And and um, well, as, as we've seen recently, she's got really good gate speed, but she just seems to sort of go better if we cannot use her. So, so yeah, we'll probably just have to drive for a little bit of luck. And I think she's got enough speed to sort of do a bit of um, damage late if she gets the right luck. Okay. It looks like there's going to be good, genuine tempo in this race, so that's going to suit you. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Race six tonight, number six, she's all star. She's a model of consistency, but this draw's not fine. The outside of the front row. Is she up to winning this race? Yeah, I think so. It all just sort of depends. But yeah, she's a mare that she likes to sort of she likes to get forward and, and do her own thing and, and um stay happy. So we'll just have to let her do that again and, and she can sort of do a bit of work and race tough and it's pretty well the same same grade of field that she's been racing in week in, week out for the last sort of eight or so weeks, so I think, yeah, she'll be thereabouts. Okay, she was a beaten odds on favourite last week, just going down, were you a touch disappointed, she came up a little short? Yeah, she sort of just, she switches off a little bit, and, and sort of when she sort of gets away and, and turns for home a bit sort of far in front, she just tends to switch off, and then when that one come out of late, she sort of kicked again with it, but sort of it, it just was in front right on the post, but then sort of just 10 metres after the post, she was back in front again, so probably sort of not disappointed, but that's just sort of her Okay, and in the final race tonight, so you're there all night long. Race one, race six, and race ten. Miss Strepo is your drive here. First time you're sitting behind this mare, and she's fresh up. She runs into Hemsworth, who's a, a very short price favourite. Do you give her a place chance? 
Yeah, I think so. As long as she's sort of forward enough, she uh, she's more than capable on her day. Obviously, Hemsworth is a pretty quality horse, but um, from the gate, yeah, I think if she's forward enough, she can definitely be in the money. Yeah, just looking at her form last campaign, she was consistent. Yeah, she was. Yep. All right, well, uh, three good chances there tonight. Kiang Tara, she's all-star Miss Strepo. Which one are you looking forward to most out of that trio? Um, probably Kiang Tara. Just looking forward to getting a nice little cosy trip with her, and I think if she gets a good bit of luck, she'll make the most of it. Okay, one final one. Just looking ahead to Saturday night, the free-for-all on Saturday night. I think it's race one. It's an absolute ripper. You're down for both Gerardas Delight and Deus Ex. This is not going to be an easy decision for you, I'm tipping. No, it's not, obviously. Yeah, Gerardas Delight, sort of, she's got a bit of a soft spot for obvious reasons, but um, I'm tipping 99% sure I'll drive Deus Ex. Okay, were you happy with him last week? Yeah, very happy. He felt super. Okay. All right, well, we look forward to tonight. We look forward to the weekend. As always, really appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside. Thanks, Chris. There's Brendan Barnes joining us. So he's got those three drives tonight. Kiang Tara, race one, number eight. Race six, number six, she's all-star. And race 10, number one, Miss Strepo. Yes, yesterday we were speaking with champion trainer Tim Bart. Unfortunately, we had some technical issues and we'll cut off midway through that conversation. But we've been able to reconnect with Tim and he's back online with us now. Tim, again, good morning. Good morning, Chris. How are you? I'm really well. So you're making a move to Queensland. You'll take... Uh, uh, control of the property at Torbal at the end of this month. So things are starting to evolve quickly and you're looking forward to this new challenge. Oh, no, we, we really are. You know, as I said, we think, um, you know, Queensland's progressive and it's the place we've always wanted to, to end up at, you know, as I said, the, the last chapter of our career maybe. But, um, you know, we're looking forward to it. We're still young enough to, to um, have plenty of things happening and, and going from there, Chris. So how many horses at this point do you think you'll have coming up with you? Uh, we'll probably have about 15. So um, we, we haven't, as I said, we haven't got a, a, a you know a champion race team or anything, but we've got some very nice young horses that I'm I'm looking forward to. And um, as I said, we're we're keen on the breeding aspect side, and I will have four broodmares up there. Um, you know, once we get settled. Okay. And tell me more about this uh, possibility of pre-training a few gallopers. Oh yeah, I've been really keen. I've just been doing a lot of homework on things, and we know it's an expensive industry to get into and, and such forth. But um, uh, you know, I'm looking forward. I've got three of my own at the moment, and uh, one's in work in, in uh, Warwick Farm with Jared Austin at the moment. He looks a nice horse, and we'll probably bring him up. And and um, we're also been rehabilitating a horse called Shabao, who um, who was a you know promising um, promising horse. Okay. So does he come up or does he stay in Victoria? He may stay in Victoria. He's um, Robert Hickman uh, trained him and um, he's, he's yeah, it's terrific record. And I think he was in the Melbourne Cup a couple of years ago and through injury and unsoundness, he's just a few problems. I'm pretty sure he'll make it up to Okay. A lot of trainers in and around the area that you're going to be based, Sunshine Coast, not far away, and then you've got that hub of Brisbane trainers in the metro area, Eagle Farm, Derman, and also Deegan. So there's, you know, strong possibilities that you might end up with a few uh, pre-trainers. Yeah, well, something, you know, you know we, we all know that, you know, uh, 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 
Okay. Well, that's the uh, the new phase of the business, uh, getting into the pre-training of the uh, the thoroughbreds. But first and foremost, it's all about the paces and the trotters. Yeah. Well, you know, um, as I said, we've got a nice little bunch of racehorses there that you know should be competitive uh, in the grade, and then. Um, as I said, we've got some nice young ones that we think, you know, could develop into derby horses. So, um, you know, they'll take time, naturally. But, um, you know, we're not going to have a, a big, big, big racing team. But we're, um, you know, we're looking forward to the challenge. As I said, it's pretty competitive racing up there. And um, we're looking forward to being part of it. Well, the record that you hold, and, and you're a fair way in front too, so I'm not sure if it's going to be uh, bettered anytime soon, but... No trainer has prepared more Grand Circuit winners than you, whether it be Pacers or Trotters. Have you still got a few more big ones left in you? Oh, for sure. You know, I'd like to win an up there in the Dominion in 2023 in uh, the Gold Coast. You know, we're, we've got great memories of those trips, um, you know, dating back to take a moment. And, uh, you know, the end of the Dominion is special. And, um, you know, I think it's lost its way a little bit. But uh, I'm sure all those things are going to target Everyone's talking about Queensland and haven't been talking about it next year, so it shows you what they're thinking. And you said yesterday that there's a possibility that you could end up with a trotter from perhaps North America for 2023. So that's something that you've looked into uh, quite seriously by the sound of it. Yeah, well, I'm interested. Um, you know, the quarantine always holds a bit of... And at the moment with COVID, it's, it's difficult with the flights, but... Um, but it's something I'd like. I think I think the American paces struggle to keep up. Um, you know what I mean with our um, with our paces now. The gap's closed so much, and I don't think you could afford one that would be, um, you know, that would necessarily be good enough. You know. So, but with a trotter, I think you could, you could, you know, you could have, get a nice American trotter and, and and go pretty well. Good. No doubt you'll be looking for some new owners once based here in the Sunshine State. Yeah, well, as I said, we're interested to kick along this breeding side of it, you know. So um, I think, you know, any major industry like harness, you need that backbone of the, the horses being bred and um, and all that sort of thing. So, you know, uh, that, that's something I'd like to grow and, and look at some fillies at the sales, et cetera, et cetera, you know. Yeah. Well, we can't wait to see you in Queensland. As you said, you've had some great memories here. Take a moment, 2001, trotting into the Dominion Grand Final, 2009, Mr. Field with the pacing into the uh, into Dominion Grand Final at the Gold Coast. Really appreciate the time. Looking forward to calling you a Queenslander. We've got a 10-race program at Redcliffe tonight. Action gets underway at 5.17 local time each and every Wednesday. Darren Clayton joins us. He's cast the eye over the foreman. He's online with us now. Darren, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Chris. How are we today? Really well. Looking forward to a, uh, a good night of racing at the Peninsula. What have you marked as your best bet? Yeah, there's a, a few I like there tonight, Chris, but the, the best comes up in race six, and it's horse number nine, Kookaburra Princess. He'd been round about in recent starts, and then last time out just got the perfect run in behind the leader, took her shot by the passing lane, and that was a winning one. She finds a race here. Well, she's actually changed stables since that win. She's gone to the stables of Shane Graham now. She lines up in a race that uh, is a little bit of winning form, but this is certainly no harder and certainly suits her pattern. So race six, number nine, Kookaburra Princess. Okay, currently 240 tab fixed price right now. Is there anything else that stood out on the card for you tonight? Yeah, I thought just one race earlier, and it's come up at a bit of a, a handy price, I thought. That's in race five, and it's horse number three, Blue Ivy. 
she's been going pretty well, this mare, and um, she was second a few starts back behind Roll with Rocky. She then went uh, out at her next start, was able to score and then, uh, score a placing, and then last time out, uh, deserved win, she was able to uh, finish them off nicely. I think she might have enough speed to cross here, and if she finds the front, she's going to be mighty hard to stop, even... Uh, even if she can get a trail, I don't think she doesn't have to lead to win, that's for sure. She's versatile enough and going well enough, as are quite a few of the Ryan Vivas team at the moment. So race five, number three, Blue Ivy. Okay, currently $5 the win, $1.75 the place, and she was able to come off speed to score last week, Blue Ivy. So she is versatile, as you outlined. Let's focus on the quaddy, and we'll start with that race, race five. How many do we need to play in that opening leg? Yeah, I'd be I'd be happy enough to go with two horses in that one, Chris. I think Blue Ivy certainly a good chance of winning. Um, if there's a danger, I marked it as number eight, Gas Monkey. He's been going really well. He's placed his pass three. Last time out was at Albion Park, and that was when he was back in the pack and, and left to chase as Hemsworth ripped home. Now, Hemsworth's a high-quality uh, three-year-old, or he's a four-year-old now, and we'll see him later in that card tonight at Redcliffe. He comes up in the last. Um, I thought that was good enough form for Gas Monkey to be right in the thick of this race, and he's been going well at Redcliffe. So we'll go three and five in that opening leg. Okay, what about race six, which kicks off the treble? Yeah, happy to go one out with the best there, Kookaburra Princess. Like I mentioned, I think she's uh, going well enough to win this race. It's a, It's only a grade 30 to 38 rating race and um, it's odd that you see so much winning form in a in a race of that uh, that stature but uh, I think she's certainly going well enough Danger's probably number 6, she's all star or one devil sticks but happy to go one out with the number 9 Kookaburra Princess which takes us across to race 7 the third leg which I thought was probably the most open leg of the quaddy um, could make a case for a number of these. I've actually got number seven may win a jug or two on top. I notice he's already an early drifter in the market, but just needs a little bit of luck. I thought he hasn't uh, he hasn't had much go his way the past few starts. Hasn't had a win for nearly two years as well, so um, it just shows how open this race is. But I thought if he got to the passing lane with a bit of momentum, he might just be able to, to pinch this. Uh, number five, be on the sly. He'll be fitter. He's had a few runs back from a spell now. Number six, high on Montana. He's another one that's uh, coming back from a spell. He's rounding to Calvert Hotshot at his past two runs. Calvert Hotshot's gone two from two. So uh, that's good form, it would suggest, for high on Montana. And I thought Caribbean Rocket may also be an option there. So um, playing pretty wide there. Numbers three, five, six, and seven. Three, five, six, seven. And how do we wrap it up? Race number eight, final leg. Yeah, probably just as open, but uh, I guess um, number seven, Roger Roger Valerio Lombo, he beats the handicapper. He won a he won his maiden last start, and he gets into another maiden race here. So um, you'd certainly suggest that that's probably good enough to win this. Just how he where he ends up from gate seven is a little bit of a concern. He does follow our gamekeeper, who's a probably good enough beginner to get him into a spot. Um, he probably gets his option too. He was running to I'm Plain Jane, who scored that massive win a few starts back. Number four, Mickey, you're so fine. Uh, just turned three, was a two-year-old last time out where he had his first look at Redcliffe. Wasn't too far away. 
and certainly this class and maiden certainly puts him in the in the chance. And again, we'll throw in number nine, Kimmy Kay. She was a um, probably a pretty good run last time out behind Sunny Cove. Sunny Cove looks a, a progressive type. That's a tough gate, but I thought that was good enough to certainly be in the mix here. So again, numbers one, four, seven, nine. Okay, so just repeating your numbers for tonight's quaddy. First leg, we're going three and eight. Second leg, nine only. That's your best bet. Kookaburra Princess. Uh, third leg of the quaddy, three, five, six, and seven. Final leg, we're going with numbers one, four, seven, and nine. So we're looking at a cost of $32 for 100% of the dividend. Yeah, that's right. And uh, you could even maybe entertain dropping out Gas Monkey, like I say, um, Blue Ivy. I'm pretty keen on her chances, especially at that quote. Okay, so race six, number nine, Kookaburra Princess. Race five, number three, Blue Ivy. They're the two horses you're most keen on tonight. We've got a, uh, a nice card of racing coming through at Albion Park, including that free-for-all. We spoke with Brendan Barnes earlier. It's going to be a very interesting race. Turn it up's got to overcome a second-row draw this week. Yeah, certainly, and, and over the mile. So you'll be relying on a, a bit of speed there. And... Um... I guess you have a, an early look at that front line. It's probably not really blessed with, with a heap of early speed, Chris. So Deus Ex probably certainly gets his opportunity to spear out and, and have a little bit of a look. Um, Zarvan Banner in one, but perhaps not going well enough. Colt 31 is the interesting one. Um, did I hear you mention he was down in Sydney last week as he just went down for He's a bit of a road trip? On his way to Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, He'll be joining so, Kerry and Robbie and uh, Kerry Ann and Robbie Morris in uh, in the next couple of weeks. Okay, so he'll line up there on Saturday. So he's in gate four. Might be his opportunity to uh, to bounce back. But I guess the way Turn It Up went the other day, again he just got it very easy in the middle stages. He was able to to back it right off and just walk them through that middle half. But um, he gets his opportunity to go two from two in the new year, I guess, chasing off the, off the back of what looks a, a pretty moderate front-line speed. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Darren, as always, appreciate the time. We'll talk more about that race and uh, all the other races on Saturday night when we uh, chat again on Friday. But appreciate the time today. No worries, Chris. There's Darren Clayton joining us, just uh, going through some news. If you missed it yesterday, Lachlan Varad stepped out in the trial. He was beaten a half-head margin behind Tango Tara last half, 55-3-27. So it looks likely that his return to racing will be on Saturday week in the Shepparton Cup, his hometown feature. Tornado Valley, the champion trotter, the millionaire trotter for Andy and Kate Gatt. He was able to step out and win a trial yesterday. He's set to race this weekend at Bendigo, and he's drawn a barrier one there. And also of interest yesterday from that trial session at Melton, Willie Go West and Cruz Bromack went head to head. Willie Go West coming out on top, holding Cruz Bromack last half, 54 8, last quarter, 26 5. So Willie Go West is nominated for both the feature race, the, uh, the Tassie Cup there on Sunday, plus the Cobram Cup, and Cruz Bromack is nominated to start at Bendigo in the junior free-for-all there on the weekend. So the Bendigo Cup is the feature coming through on Saturday night. It's race number seven. Spirit of St. Louis goes around there. He's drawn gate two, but he's up against the likes of Supreme Dominator, the Cranbourne Cup winner. Silent Majors going around there. So that promises to be a really good race. The junior free-for-all is race number eight. Cruz Bramack has drawn gate number seven. And the trotting feature, the Elderbaron Park Maori Mile, this is a group one. Tornado Valley's got gate one. Uh, Elderbaron Ravani steps out here. Uh, this is the mare that's in super form in New South Wales. 
Wobbly, a last start winner. He's going around Majestic Man. So that promises to be a really good race there on Saturday night. And as I said, the feature at Hobart on Sunday. Uh, Willie Go West has drawn the outside there of the front row in that feature. And just looking ahead to uh, Gloucester Park on Friday night. Race five, the Pat Cranley Memorial. This promises to be an absolute ripper. Uh, Chicago Bull on the back up. He was unplaced last week, got outside of Magnificent Storm, got a very keen over-raised and just faded over the last part. But he's going up against the likes of Val Catherine, Hurricane Harley, Patronus Star, Minstrel, Mighty Conqueror, uh, Magnificent Storms in there again, Diego. So that is going to be a really strong race. So we look forward to chatting with Matty Young tomorrow to find out his early thoughts on that free-for-all coming through there at Gloucester Park on Friday night. And another reminder, too, that all catalogues for all the major sales in Australasia are now available. So that's the Australian Pacing Gold, the Nutrien Equine Sale, plus the New Zealand Standard Bread Sale. All of those catalogues are available. So if you're keen to buy a horse, those catalogues are available. There's plenty of Q-bred offerings in both the APG and also the Nutrien Sale. So that is all the news for this Wednesday. We'll have plenty more coming up tomorrow on Mobile Rolling.